from the Willamette Valley in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to the Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. No matter where you may be listening in this great, big, beautiful world, we all share. Hello, folks, and thank you for tuning in or for tuning in again, whichever the case may be. And this is episode number 204, Call to Reason, Texas Killing of Five, Francisco Rapez, crazy with AR-15, equals death. I just wanted to give you a very brief apology for not having a show together on Friday. I am dealing with an ongoing um, medical issue, and it is not fully resolved, but I just had to do this thing, ready or not. So, um, if I do not seem to be my usual bright-eyed and bushy-tailed self, that is the reason. But we will do the best we can. Um, so, hey, it seems like only yesterday, only a few episodes ago, um, that we were dealing with killings once again with an assault rifle. Um, a mad person with a assault rifle yet again. And so, what in effect, I was trying to say at that time was um, if you have people who are drunk or high or have mental illness or any combination thereof, and especially you put alcohol into the mix, chances are things are not going to bode well. And they're especially not going to bode well when you put all of that together with an AR-15. But here's the thing. Here's the catch of it. Um, you see, those five people that died, it was not any of the members of the families of any prominent uh, gun nut lobbyist people out there. Because if it had been, um, yeah, who knows? I mean, a person can, can hope, can't we? And I was reading this story. There's, there's many sources. Uh, this person, Francisco Orpeza, is a manhunt. He's a Mexican national. And he's 39 years old, and um, we get these we get these statements um, from um, law enforcement. And this is a guy named Greg Capers. This apparently this occurred in in Cleveland, Texas. And um, it says the San Juanito County Sheriff Greg Capers. Uh, 
who wanted to enlighten us with these extremely standardized and very aggravating and annoying statements. Just put this in context. Just hear what I have to say. Listen to this. He says, uh, uh, Caper said during the Saturday afternoon press conference that uh, Orpez, quote, he could be anywhere now. Yeah, we kind of figured that out. And in addition, a special agent in charge of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, our boys in black, the FBI, uh, the Houston field offices said that Orpeza should be considered, quote, armed and dangerous. Well, Mr. FBI man, that's really fucking insightful. I mean, the fact that he just killed five people, I think we pretty fucking much figured that out. Then it's the other standard issue. They always say this. Uh, it says uh, that he should be considered armed and dangerous. Really? No, I, I thought he was going to be just wanting to go and either go to or invite people to the fucking Tupperware party. Again, these kind of these kinds of statements which have become standardized as though we as though we have zero intelligence. A guy whacks out and goes crazy or he's he's boozing or whatever. He was firing rounds off at night in the backyard and just before the proverbial shit hit the fan um apparently one of the neighbors the people that ended up one of the future victims this woman came out and said hey now bear now put this you know picture this this is what i mean by fucking crazy crazy this is when crazy comes to your town okay okay there's this dude next door to you Firing off rounds from an AR-15. It says AR-15 style. It's basically an AR-15. It's like a caliber 2.32 caliber or something. It's an AR-15. And, um, yeah, firing a machine gun next door. And they had a baby and she comes over to this nutcase and says, Hey, uh, what the fuck are you doing? I got children, you know, trying to sleep. It, then he's apparently drunk and belligerent or whatnot, and he says, goes from the backyard then to the front yard, and he says, hey, you know, I'll... His own words were apparently something to the effect of, or exactly, I'm on my property, I'll do what I want. And this is just before the, the killings occurred. You have a person, again, drugs, alcohol some combination thereof with mental instability and being intoxicated and you throw all that into the mix and hand them a fucking AR-15. Who could have possibly predicted anything could go wrong there? Um, but everything is about gets focused on this same Thing Now, I don't want to be misconstrued for a second 
about the terrible deaths of these people. Okay? Understand this. But what I'm saying is, the idea is supposed to be this. When you have tragedies, especially when we look around and you have tragedies, the intelligent fucking idea is supposed to be, okay, what could have been, what could have been done different? How do we not get into this again? Not a repeat of a pity party for the dead and just crying and whining and not a mention, not even nothing. Nothing changes in the equation about these fucking assault rifles and them getting into the hands of people like this. This is what's going to happen. So what I'm saying, what I am trying to convey, if this gets through to any of those other people, and you know who you are, the other ones, some of you call you gun nuts, first amenders, you know, all, 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 all of these people that, that people are being killed with assault rifles. Is there any functioning part of your brain that can make this connection? Now, what if this guy, for instance, just say, just saying, okay, I'm just saying. What if the only thing that he would have had that night would have been a pellet gun? Or at worst, you know, maybe a knife. Maybe with a knife, someone would have been able to, you know, subdue him before he caused too much damage. I'd be willing to bet all those people, especially the teenagers that are now dead, who haven't even started life and they're dead, and then not, not even counting, of course, the eight-year-old, that with their life being you know, on the line, this guy's 40, basically 40 years old, and you got to, yeah, in your life, they can be really quick and decisive and more than like probably wouldn't have been able to subdue him and tackle his ass and get the damn knife out of his, out of his hands. And a pellet gun, well, I, you know, I would be a hell of a lot less afraid of a pellet gun than I would of, say, a very serious knife. But we're not talking any of that happening because it wasn't a chance because he had possession of a device which is a killing machine. Don't have to be that accurate. Just pull the trigger and spray it across. And now these people are dead. And no one can seem to make this connection. At least I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the many of you who obviously have emailed me and sent me messages. And you obviously do get it. I get it that you get it. But at the same time, apparently there's a whole heap and hell of a lot of them that 
Don't get it. But let me tell you this, speaking of myself, having had experience with this in my life, whereas friends, loved ones are killed by a person with mental issues with an assault rifle, okay? So this is this is a subject that's kind of, you know, close to my hip, so to speak. And without opening up a lot of emotional old wounds, which I don't want to do and I'm not going to do, but I'm going to tell you this. If you know a person, any gun nut, that's just my gender. This is not gun owners. I'm not talking about that. I will say this a thousand times over. I'm talking specifically about assault rifles. And like, for instance, I don't have a problem with a handgun, per se. Um, I do have a problem with a handgun that is turned into, or for all fucking intents and purposes, is a mini machine gun, such as an Uzi. So, anything, it seems like the nut lobbies, anything... To they could just get around and just continue with the crazy crazy. <laughs> this is not going to stop. Now, the difference is if you were one of those people, if you had had this happen to you in your life, and it could have been your brother or your sister and their family or cousin. My point is someone close to you and the same thing happened. Three or four or five or six or seven or more mowed down like nothing. And in addition to that, it is little solace other than retribution because and this is Texas, so even, even if I'd be willing to bet, they'll come up with an excuse. Maybe I'll be wrong, but history seems to be on my side that they instantly become Texas Rangers and they all think they're wired up and they'll have to, when they find this guy, they'll want to put, you know, 60,000 rounds into him and say, oh, he had a gun. We had to shoot him. Shoot. It would be a miracle. I'll eat my words. If I'm wrong, I will eat my words. But chances are, I believe they're going to find him and they will promptly shoot him down and kill him. So other than retribution, nothing's 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 done there. Other than feelings of retribution. Other than that. And so, 
Yeah, and they also already know if they is armed and dangerous. I mean, you can, you can. And they're going to tell you they can't unless, uh, unless the uh, perpetrator actually turns the gun on themselves and kills themselves, which you actually have no control over whatsoever. But other than that, you can be trained to take them down and take them into custody without killing them. Are you, are you listening to this? You 10-gallon hat, Wyatt Earps there in Cleveland, Texas. If by any miracle someone gets this to you, and hopefully before you get to him, do you think just this once, or maybe you could in incorporate this into bringing them in alive at all cost? There's a thought. But to reiterate, my point is this. The only, my feeling is right now, is that the only way you'll even begin to hear about any significant real change is you'd have to have some real big profile uh, pro-gun lobby, the either pro-lobby gun nut or the same as a senator or congressman, someone like that. I don't know, say like Mitch McConnell. Okay? Okay. Now, what if they were at a family function or get-together and this, this kind of thing happened to them? A crazy gunman comes in, packing an AR-15, and whether they're drunk or high or crazy or some combination thereof, and one of these prominent people, such as Mitch, <coughs> they survived. They, su they survived the shooting, but they had to witness, you know, their they're very close family members or friends or both or all, all of them killed. Now, assuming, if we are assuming that, say, for instance, someone like, you know, McConnell or someone of that ilk is not nearly the narcissistic psychopath that many believe them to be, assuming you might actually see such a gut-wrenching about-face in their life. My God. They might even actually shed a tear. And they might actually make it their life mission. Now that the damage is done, then because it's too late, then they'd make it their life mission to actually do something. After, again, the damage is done. 
But it doesn't happen, and the laws haven't changed, and chances are they're not going to change. So this is, you know, becoming, and will get worse. It's going to get worse. That is intelligently predictable. And I am of the opinion that it is going to continue because, as I just stated, it hasn't happened to them. Let this kind of shit start happening to them. And then all at once, again, this is assuming, we are assuming there is still any slight gesture or trace of humanity remaining in them. And some of these people, I seriously doubt that, they were corrupted a long, long time ago. But there's hope. But, yeah, until such a thing would occur, nothing. It's just the crying and the tears and then we see the spot where the shit happened and we see all the crosses and we see the flowers and we see the candles and we see people huddled together and you might be saying yeah this is their coping this is how people cope well if you would give me the benefit of the doubt that I have enough fucking intelligence to understand that. But what I'm trying to tell you is two major things here. One, we shouldn't be having this in the first place to have something to be coping with. And if you, meaning the general population, if you keep doing the same thing, wash, rinse, and repeat, several members of your family, friends, or whatnot are mowed down by a fucking idiot or moron with a, with a basically a submachine gun, and then here comes the terror of running from the building. It's the same thing over and over. Then after it's safe, then there's little brief moments with the news. And I knew the guy or I didn't know the guy and this, that, and the other. Then the crying, then the hugging, then this, then the candles, all that. If you want to make some inroads to seriously stop all of that, that same old dysfunctional thing, then we're, we've got to get rid of the assault rifles. That's a good start. I'm not saying that, again, take the same kind of person that they can't get a handgun, but we're going at least in the right directions. Now, you know, uh, would the same thing have happened if, uh, let's say, he was using one or two Uzis? Because they're, again, they're spray guns. 
that could be held, you could do, you know, one in each hand. Maybe the same thing might have happened. It's entirely possible. Hence, I said, I'm not a big fan of Uzis. Um, I think we can figure out what needs to be taken off the plate, and that is meant not for the king citizen, but for the military. And if you're not in the military, you have no business having these guns. Then here they come, the parade of the of the of the tards. I want this gun in my collection. You can't tell me. And admittedly, you get, or at least I know I do, you get tired of arguing with a goddamn buffoon, whoever that may be. You know, I have, I don't know, reasonable patience, at least by my standards. As there are people who would argue that point, but this shit has got to go. And it's not going to go. And that's what I, that is the bigger point. We cannot, this is not a video game. We can't rewind the tape. Those people are dead. Everything's happened and it's going to more than likely happen again and again and again and again. Unless you do things to change a major part of that equation. And a major part of that equation is not having these fucking assault rifles or handguns or Uzis or whatever they are amongst the general population. And make it extremely, and I mean extremely expensive and difficult for them to obtain them. And yes, it can be done. It can be done. Don't let them try just, oh, well, there's a black market and there's this. And that. It can be done. That would be something if anybody wanted to question me. Put down in the comments, say, what the hell, you know, what do you want to know about this? I'll tell you. That would be uh, for another show. I have no problem talking about that whatsoever. But as far as this is concerned, you're tired of it. <clears throat> I'm damn sure tired of it. Something that, you know, it's gotten to the point. That's what they, they, the powers that be, want that. It won't eventually it won't even bring a yawn. It would just be people coming in, killing people at random, and it will hardly even it's so common, you know, it won't even make a blip anymore. The only time it makes a blip is when it's your family, your loved ones. And it hasn't happened to the rich and the powerful. 
Because usually, typically, anything like this, anything of this ilk, doesn't happen to them. They're insulated. They're insulated. It's always us. And then, you know, occasionally, yeah, yeah, well, well, we're, we're, we're gonna. We're, I'm just picturing someone like Mitch. We're gonna. We're gonna do some legislation. Waddle, 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 waddle. Fucking blah, blah, waddle, waddle. And that lasts for I don't know, three or four minutes, for a week, and then it just silently, quickly falls off the radar screen for another you know week or so. Until there's a next big fucking shooting. It all comes down to us as a society, as individuals within the society. You know, how many times do you want to put up with, you know, wash, rinse, and repeat over the same stupid fucking thing that for the most part i'm not saying a hundred percent but i'm saying for the most part with the right action much of this a great deal of this either would not be happening or even if it did happen it would be far far less as terrible as it is now this should not be, as they say, rocket science, folks. So, anyway, it's good to be back, and uh, we hope we can persevere and push on. So, until next time, just wanted to remind you that there are no bad words just bad actions. So what did you think of this episode? You can go on over to theearnestmanshow.com, find this particular episode number, and leave a comment for me and the rest of the world just below the player in the comments section. And additionally, unlike platforms such as this, I do not treat you or want to treat you as a child. I don't want to tell you what language you can use. I don't want to prescribe what are good words or what are, mm, those are bad words. I want you to have the freedom to express yourself exactly the way you wish. Until next time, this is Ernest Mann reminding you that there are no bad words, only bad actions. <laughs>